Okay, punters, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Belmont Newmarket Day, BJ Ryan, Terry Layton, and we are recording episode 89 of The One One, your West Australian racing podcast. It is uh, just after 12 noon on Thursday, the 12th of August, 2021. Lucky you said the year. People might have got confused. Northam abandoned. Well, we're nearly onto our third year of podcast, actually. Yeah. It would have been 2020, 2021, 2020. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, yeah, Northam abandoned. Yep, yeah, no, to me, no real, uh, no real issue. It was a tough old meeting. Um, we had fair justice going around in the last for the lads. It was D-Day today. <laughs> it was... Yeah, I think it might have been fair justice last start today. Um, so she lives to fight another day. Mm. So no Northern. Belmont, Saturday. Mm. Broom Cup Day mm. as well. P Hall Day. P Hall Day. Mm. Can, imagine that, you, was that your favourite? Imagine if you don't. Interview? I don't want to, we don't want to play favourites, but that's one of mine. Well, recency bias, but yeah, it was great. I mean, that was one of mine. P, Peter Hall is one of the genuine characters of WWE Racing. Loves, it. loves the game. Loves it. Uh, gives plenty when he speaks. And you can tell that um, he, moving into that next phase of his career as the jockey coach that he's uh, he's, he's going to excel. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that actually that interview might clinch the award for us, Terry. Oh, unbackable. Yeah. yeah. I think sort of um, – it would take a – you remember Matty Rowell was $1.01 for the Rising Star last year? Yeah. It would take a knee. We'd, we would need to do a knee. Yeah. We'd need to do – yeah. To Yeah. Oh, it's the only way, isn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> thanks, Peter Hall. You might have clinched us yeah. the WA <laughs> Rising. That's another cup. Oh, yeah, <laughs> another, another cup. cup. Yeah, uh, add, add that to the list. But, yeah, listeners, uh, Peter Hall, what a champion, and he gave us plenty in that uh, interview that me and Terry just had the pleasure of people being... just open up. I feel yeah. like, I don't know, there's just something about the the, the freelanceness, that's mm. not a word, of the podcast, which allows people just to uh, open the shoulders a bit and say what's on their mind. Yes, exactly. Uh, so Broom Cup Day. P Hall Day at, uh, on Saturday and then Kalgoorlie. Kalgoorlie. On Sunday. Not far from the, the round or kicking off up there as well, across there, wherever it is. You're doing, so, you doing the Cal thing uh, again? Pete's got tickets, Brad's got tickets. I haven't got anything sorted yet, but I reckon we dig dig going first up in our Hannons and I just I just love the, the week. I was meant to go to Broom Cup this year. Do you know, it's like it's Broom Cup week and you're like, I could have gone. I should have gone. Like, there's no reason I'm not there. Um, so I think so, yeah. Yes. Is there a reason? No, I don't, just, just, didn't, just didn't book it. Just didn't eventuate. I've, yeah. never, I've never done broom. I've yeah, never done broom. I've, I've I was, gonna, done I was broom. meant to do it last year with a few mates, um, and obviously it didn't eventuate because the season was cancelled. Um, yeah. It's funny. I completely forgot about that. Like the COVID, there was no there was he- no broom. There was no, no headland. There was no. They probably went. Oh, I don't know the logistics of it, but they probably went the early crow because in the end racing continued. Um, I think it was all. I think they would have been able to to continue, but yeah. Anyway, yes, not my strength. Still looking for it. Uh, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competition. And don't forget our new look, Champs and Challengers. Challengers edition of the Mundaring Hotels. WA Racing Mastermind. We've got Mitch Mc, 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 McClenny. I can't do it. Yeah, there you go. McClenny. Not many. McClenny. Not many. McClenny. Uh, taking on uh, Tommy Wolf after we got a Wolf double last week with the, the Get Out Stakes into the uh, Mastermind. Yeah. Mitch McClenny, apparently he's uh, he's a bit of a freak when it comes to Jag the Joker. That's mm, his, that's his, really? Well, yeah. I wonder if he was on in the last I yesterday. There was a few that were. I wonder if he jagged the, the what, Joker in the last. What about, that was all over like after about 100 metres, yeah, wasn't you felt, it? Yeah, you felt pretty good. Uh, you felt pretty good on um, on the whiz. I'll tell you one I'll talk to one about yesterday. I had something on um, – I felt like I punted really well yesterday but needed Jag the Joker to make it an okay day. But I uh, was on maximum impact in race number two. Magic Mike. Right? Same so, 
no, it, it, it race didn't probably go how I'd sort of envisaged, um, but I thought Targe would kick it out and lead like he did in a trial where it won well. Two, it's two starts went horrible. Anyway, jumped about 50 to one, in a, and we know it was a very poor six, seven horse field. And um, dearie me, he, he let a horse go round him, then he found trouble. Then on the line, you could see him looking across at the winner, Salavachi. It was a tough watch at about 50 to 1. But, um, 50 to 1? Yeah, 45 to on 1. The, put, on a bet of, put a bit of mayo on it, yeah, on the exchange. Still? Um, yeah, anyway. Did you have some there. words of encouragement for young Taj? Well, it's been a bit of a week like that. Mm. actually backed Speeding Comet at a 120 to 1 in the um, – Broom Sprint. Broom Sprint as well, yeah. Um, about the winner too. But uh, that was very exciting. I'll tell you what, that was very exciting. Uh, halfway down the straight when Kayla Cross gave it a hit and it gave it a bit of a kickback. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to say, doing the form on the Jan Genie runners this week, you wonder if they're uh, – who's looking after the farm? I reckon the lads are up there having a bit of a, a bit of a Jerry Giraffe uh, on the source in Broom and good luck to them. Mm, yeah, it seems like uh, everyone's up there. Yeah, having exactly, fun, except exactly us. Right. 100%. <laughs> but we've got a uh, potentially award-winning podcast to continue here, Guru. So you also have uh, a little bit of a side gig, the Betfair Edge, tomorrow with Miles Fitzner. Yeah. Last week, last week you had Brad Parnham on. Have you booked a guest yet for tomorrow's uh, Betfair Edge? Dan Pierce is going to come on and do his best Terry Lake impersonation, I think. <laughs> uh, Dan Pierce will be on tomorrow. Dan Pierce. Yeah. Okay. Uh, looking forward to that. So if you want to listen to Terry... And Miles and Dan Pierce on the Betfair Edge. Download the SEN app. Uh, that's the best way to do it, isn't it, Terry? Yeah, that's definitely the best way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's Belmont Newmarket Day, Saturday, the 14th of August. Let's get moving, Guru. Yeah, let's get moving. Well, this is, uh, it's, yeah, Newmarket Day. I'm going to call it Dog Shit Day. I, I've barely got a bet here, I reckon, on this card, BJ. But you know what we're going to do? I like these type of cards. We can sit down. We can discuss things. We can, we can. Um, Dog shit day. We can forward. We can forward it. That, that's an award-winning <laughs> comment, isn't it? Uh, we can forward each other's thoughts, and um, we can we can work together. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You're doing your best. Rails are doing true. your best. Uh, Brett Kirk impersonation. Jeez, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me. <laughs> That's good viewing. I'm going to have to go watch that now. Yeah. Brett Kirk, that was something. <laughs> that was good. Deary me. Uh, rails at the True. Now, last time we were at the True, um, it was that day where you couldn't win unless you were pretty much hard on the fence. It was wild, wild, wild on pace by. So I went back and looked through those horses, BJ. It's interesting with some retrospect, go, how big was the bias? And it definitely was there, but a lot of those horses on the fence and settled those positions actually were going pretty well and the form has sort of held up. But we've seen a lot of horses come down the centre of the track, have, have hit the line nicely, come out and gone really good at their next start, just showing you how poor that centre was. Looks like magic. Sluice Box, um, they're the two that come to mind um, mainly. But look, I, I'm really wary back to this true pad that we might see a really nice uh, inside surface. So, um, yeah, just wary backing any back markers. Okay. So I don't think there's – is there much rain no, leading heavy into eight, the meeting? Heavy eight Wednesday. It's just become very overcast Thursday, Arvo. Um, but I don't think we're seeing much here, but I think the rain kicks off at about early Saturday morning, 2, 3, 4 a.m., and we might see a bit throughout the meeting. So soft six, but I reckon even when there hasn't been much rain, just with this later season track, it's playing pretty heavy. It's, yeah. it's playing pretty – Worn, mm. I think is probably the right words to say. So soft six, I'm allowing for with yep. the rain we get in the morning. Um, but yeah, it's a proper, it's a proper wet track, mate. How was that weather on Monday night at the footy? Yeah, 
That was wild. I'll, I went with my dad and my daughter, Isabel. Cups. And even the showers that came during, while the game was being played, that was as heavy a rain as you'll, you'll see. Like they just sort of swept through Optus Stadium. Lucky we're a wet weather side. <laughs> oh, Golly, it's just not our year this year. But um, but then the uh, the, the delay due to, to lightning that was uh, mm. that was uh, scenes scenes at Optus on Monday night. But this this winter has been uh, has been one we'll never forget. I don't think I don't, uh, it's just been incredible. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, more rain on the day on Saturday. Hopefully, hopefully there's the I think it said three to ten on the yeah. Euro. Hopefully it's more of the three. And uh, we can uh, we can maybe operate around a soft six on the sad day. So makes you look at a couple of the wins from last week. Um, and it now says zero to one, BJ. Oh. I've just updated it. It says zero to one. So we may not be seeing any rain. Um, it may be closer to a uh, soft five if that's the case. If mm. we're going to have three dry days, in saying that, with the the cold weather, the track doesn't dry out as quickly. I remember last time I thought it would probably get up to a soft five, and it ended up a soft seven. So. Um, yeah, even if it does play a soft, uh, does rate a soft five, I suspect, um, I suspect that uh, it'll still be difficult to make ground. Okay. Race one is the Amelia Park Lodge Plate, 1400 meters, three year old set weights and penalties race. I reckon there's a few industry participants who wish they had a runner in this race yes. Terry because it is there is $70,000 on the table here and it is well and truly up for grabs this is a northern maiden isn't it yep. this is uh, the only horse to win a race is gorgeous gossip um, yeah not for me this race <laughs> just this is the majority of it not for me I mean like success plays the obvious one but yeah you lose Chris Parnham, um, which which all I always am worried about. And the bubble cheek of BJ for me is just a it's a piece of gear. Which look, I'm happy to be on a horse at a certain price, but two dollars forty, two fifty. The bubble cheek are going on. For those unaware, the bubble cheek is sort of burrs that tries to keep a horse going straight. So when it does sort of lay in, lay out, yeah, they it, they, they feel the pressure. They on, feel on the pressure yeah. exactly right. So, so it's a it's a piece of gear which some horses can resent at times, you know, as well. So I'm sure that it's worked in in the in the in the bubble chica, but um, yeah, look, success play on 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 the on form uh, from its last run and that very first run of its career should be difficult to beat. Um, we got the price right a couple of weeks ago, Major. It was twenties into to nines or tens. Yep, that form race will be the best form race, but. Um, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not taking two dollars fifty, but I can't really suggest much to beat it either. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those races, isn't it? Mm. I mean, Secret Deploy was scratched from. Actually, they both were. I think they, they just separated. Well, Secret- that made sense. I think they just separated Celavarchi and Secret Deploy. Yeah, and I yeah. think the plan was one will go there, one will go there. So now the query has to be: was I think Clint Johnston Porter was on the pick of those two? I agree. So yeah. that might have been Celavarchi. So I think he's gone on the second pick, Celavarchi. But all things being equal, we should have probably been beaten by maximum impact with a senior on. So that form might be a slight query, but you don't need to be very good here no. to, to win this race. So, so yeah, so Success Play and Secret Deploy were both scratched from yesterday. I mean, you got to ask about the programming, especially for these early season three odds. I don't know why we had this basically the same race on the Wednesday and the Saturday. Mm. Um, that seems like we've sort of un- unnecessarily raced type on that Wednesday when you want to make your Saturday races as strong as possible. Exactly, but yeah. The, um, but yeah, it does look success plays race, all things being equal. However, do you really want to be diving in at the 260, 255? Yeah. And is, but is there anything that you want to be on to beat it? You know, like 
I think so, I think secret deploy can. We don't know how good it is. Yeah. I, I think it's shown enough. Especially, I love a Durant runner first up fourteen hundred. Um, I thought both trials were great. Even the one that's run tenth of eleven, I thought that was a nice trial. Yeah. Um. So, that could be good enough. Flower and the Winds one, I'm, I'm happy to take on at four twenty. I think that's well under the odds. Um, yep. Coming out of that maiden, um, Kelly's Lassie with Pikey going back on. Forget the cow run. Yeah. Vicky never saw any bit core. Never saw any real clear daylight. So. Was never really able to build momentum. Was nah. She? Yeah. I reckon Pikey will just go straight to the top yep. in a race without much speed. So, we're hot race all day that might be difficult to, to get past with pike going on for for the apprentice and um a horse that hasn't had any luck throughout its career well supported in a in a northern maiden um northern or pinjara pinjara maiden last start sorry uh born to, born be, to be lucky, lucky yeah. was uh and that pinjara maiden was probably just as strong as this mm-hmm. take out success play and um yeah sat deep the trip at four dollars 80 so born to be lucky at, at the 14 dollars i'm looking at the moment maybe represents a little bit of value but uh dearie me age yeah well Hats off to the connections. You're able to bank some, exactly some coin right. here. And if you can win this race and get some West Speed on top, then that almost pays for your horse, really. So, but yeah, from a tipping point of view, in my leg up, I went for success play to beat Secret Deploy. That's what the market is suggesting as well. Um, and yeah, but really, I think it's just a, a watch on and just try and see how the track. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm really excited because I haven't got a, really got a pre I've had a couple of little nibbles with Brad um on me me tab twitch account um but i, I haven't got any um pre-post bets which is a real rarity i usually have three or four um that we try and get on through various sources um and i haven't got any so i'm really looking forward to bet fair if success plays backed into a dollar 90 type thing mm. might provide something i might be able to take some 20 dollars born to be lucky i might get six dollars fifty secret deploy i i i don't know they're just it's just it's just a day where i'm willing to just just back a few horses pushing out I'm, I'm willing to have a look at a pattern and go wow this is massive rail leader bias again and there's a few horses later in the day we can we can say okay you're probably going to lead you're a, you're a bit of a price you're going to be leaders back and we can and we can play in that sort of manner um so yeah I, it's always nice if there isn't the early prices you don't need to dive in betfair is going to play to 100 percent market all these are playing to 125 patience patience okay i've got plenty <laughs> <laughs> race two the free entry to belmont park handicap over 2100 meters mm. Free entry, how good. Oh. Zara <laughs> Tai and Treasured Crown, Mark Three. Yeah. Um, so far, the score reads Treasured Crown 2, Zara Tight 0. Should be one all. And uh, if we go back to that run where Zara Tight should have beat Treasured Crown, that was on a, um, that was on six? a soft six, so yeah. pretty similar to what we'll see on... Uh, on Saturday, and Zara Tight should have won that race, and Zara Tight meets Treasured Crown five kilos better. So Zara Tight for me, but I'm just wary that Treasured Crown might be a horse that continues to improve and improve and improve. It might um, just be the superior stayer as well. You potentially, know, so, yeah. yeah. I think I think they'll lead on Treasured Crown, maybe. Um, Bella's Idol comes across, but uh, look, the map probably isn't all that uh, all that important. I just think, um, yeah, Zara Tight. Another weight swing, uh, and, and perhaps the, I think the heavy ten might have been a bit too much. The wheels might have spun a little bit. Yeah. Well, Treasured Crown just got through it. Just, yeah, just I think uh, Treasured it. Crown. Go back to it, run on the heavy eight too. It showed you how much it, it liked. And don't get me wrong, Zaratite likes the wet conditions. Um, but when yeah, Treasured Crown just seemed to get through it better. Yep. Uh, and um, I don't know, like it's so Treasured Crown's going for four straight. Zaratite's had four straight second placings. That worries as well. Yeah, though. that is a concern. You know, is so, he? Uh, is he? A, uh, yeah, almost. Is he an almost yeah. horse? I got two forty down as a bet for Zaratite, and that's how I'm looking at it. But to be honest, I really hope it doesn't trade that price. I don't have to back it. You know, yeah, what I, I was, mean? was two thirty. Yeah. Um, I know. Do you know who will run third? 
Who will run third? Uh, Daylight. <laughs> Daylight yeah. will run third. So if you can, if there's any fixed company on Cornellas or whatever, and you get even money at Cornella. What, be, what did you think of the opening nice price. price of Come Play With Me? Oh, on the, on, on, grow up. Grow up, Brad? Yeah, 100%. Grow up. The, I actually thought about it. When they went up 2 and 3.30, I was like, I would never, this is not like me at all. I thought, I can back both of them here yeah. and just have like a tiny little profit because, yeah, I'm going to regret this, but it's free money. That yeah. would have been free money. But, yeah, I'm not that desperate that's a lie i'm pretty desperate but not that desperate at this mm. point in time but yeah zara type for me that's uh 240 a bet price doubt i'll see it yeah zara type for me as well 230 is what i'm uh, i'm looking at but uh yeah the cerise and white they have three of the seven and i think adam durant's got three of the seven mm. as well so um yeah just this is i'm gonna give that give zara type the benefit of the doubt on the heavy 10 this is this Dito. is crunch time mm. on uh, on Saturday for for Zaratite and uh, let's see if he can he can be the horse that we think he's uh, he is on Saturday. Race three is a tab touch West Speed Platinum Handicap over the fourteen hundred meters. Doesn't get much better, does no, it? No, <laughs> no, it doesn't get much better, does it? So, uh, speed map Blazing Passion Apprentice on fifty one kilos leads. Um, blazing away, the two blazings. Yeah. I think BJ will end up uh, first and second. Just want to read a stewards report to you, BJ, from um, two, three starts ago with Blazing Passion. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, Blazing uh, away. Um, race Green, they went leading, blah, 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 blah. Ryder advised, and in his op- opinion, the gelding was unsuited to leading, so it led and found the fence and would race more tractably if it was able to position outside the leader or with cover. Um, trainer c- concurred with the comments of the rider and advised he would instruct for the gelding to be ridden in this manner in the future and would consider adding blinker visors to the gelding uh, for its next start. They've done that. They've breezed and um, added blinkers. Yeah, and it's um, and he's gone. He's gone super. Very interesting in that sense. I, I always love a horse that can go across, find the rail, and you know kick. But um, clearly, they think he, he races better with a horse underneath him. He can follow and. Um, that's definitely been the case. He, his last two wins, while he's only won a maiden and then a, the class three actually wasn't a bad class three, yeah. arguably a better race in this. Um, takeouts, maybe speedy miss uh, or beat the bell's top line form. But um, what I liked about that is he ran um, a really nice last 200. He was well held beating uh, the Michael Heaton bred superior eyes that day. Um, but the win at uh, the win at Belmont on the 28th of July went to the breeze. It was a day suited to on speed runners. But he's a gunslinger, had him um, basically dead and buried there, and um, he gave a big kick, and he ran the third quickest last two yeah. of the race. It was quite a mature win for a horse coming over, mate, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it, it, it was, was a win of a horse that wins again, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, look, slightly drier track, uh, up to 1,400. I don't think the up to 1,400 is a huge issue. He's actually by uh, the dam is Malaika. Mm. He's got out over a journey. So I don't think that's a huge issue. He's got blazing passion as his horse to follow on the inside, um, which has looked to be a bit of an important uh, recipe. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big one to dive in on a horse. It's just one its last two. But um, I think blazing away is the horse to beat and, Speedy Miss Parks and Speedy Miss had a lot of chances this campaign. But, um, again, the, the prices were there and now the prices aren't there and I haven't had the opportunity to to get on. So I'll be hoping for, for Betfair. Two seventy is not enough. I'm, I'm $3. $3.40 is a bet for What was, $3. What $3. was the price for Blazing Away early? 4 bucks. Okay. 4 bucks, And it, I, it's understandable. I mean, it, to me, it and Speedy Miss stand out. Looks like magic. I think a lot of people will be taking on back on a slightly – firmer going mm-hmm. um you got to respect the win in the map though there's no reason it can't win again um 
I like Beat the Bell. And then there's and there's Beat the Bell, who's going to be out the back first up, 1,400, and it's probably got the best top-line form. Yeah, I just thought her, her – <coughs> is it her, Beat the Bell? For some reason I feel like it's uh, – It is. Amazing. Universal ruler, um, mayor. Yeah, so Beat the Bell's form last prep was really, really good, and I think she only won the one race, but was almost – was a good thing beating about two or three others. Uh, was, mm-hmm. But gets back, runs on, and was a lot of those runs were at Ascot, so traffic issues – uh, there was it was just a prep where it was didn't quite maximise how well she was going with the uh, with the results, uh, competing against much better horses than she's facing in this West Speed Platinum race on Saturday. I just thought beat the bell. We suited by the smaller field, ridden patiently by Kiri. Will probably be three back the fence, just just sort of uh, ambling along. And if Sharon Miller's got this horse tuned up to fire fresh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Beat the bell's got some closing speed when she's Very on song. So. She she could get she could just run over the top of them late. Um, and that was it was just. Uh, but I thought that I was sort of. Thought that I might get a bit better than it shows you the depths of the race yeah. when Blazing Passions nine fifty and beat the bell seven dollars fifty dollars. Yeah. And you know what is it? They're probably not underpriced. They're probably not that far from their market. Yeah, I'm just know? trying it's... to bring up my odds here. What did I have? Uh, I was I was thinking she'd be an eight dollar chance. So yeah, yeah I was yeah. twelve. Beat yeah. the bell. Yeah, um, I was three twenty blazing away. Beat the bell eight dollars. I had beat the bell on top in my in my leg up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but yeah, beat the bell. I just thought it might be a bit of value first up, and um, but bet sort fan, of about bet right. fan might have a wobble. Yeah, the market yep. might have a wobble. The money for me, the only horses that the money can really come for here are blazing away or speeding miss. Speedy so, miss, like yeah. while I want my three thirty three forty, my my gut tells me the money's going to come for blazing yeah. away. Speeding miss is deep into a campaign, um, but in saying that, she jumps well. She can probably park on the back of blazing away. So, mm. yeah. It's not that exciting a race, but yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping some 340 blazing okay. away to to have the rest on. Okay, uh, shout out to one of my uh, longest friends, Kate Kersley. She has just she's tall, is she? She's <laughs> she, she, that's the dad joke. That's something my dad would say. Hey, uh, so Katie just got her trainer's license during the week. Mm. Um, has been uh, she was a harness. Tri- uh, driver and trainer, and she's been working for her father, Fred Kersey, in like a foreman, four person capacity, foreman, woman capacity. She's now got her own uh, license to train with her own colours, and she'll be settling up her first runner in Locker Inn in uh, this race on Saturday. So Very just good. Uh, good luck to Katie, and um, yeah, hopefully Locker Inn can, uh, can run well in uh, those flash new colours on uh, Saturday. Very good. Mm. Uh, race number four, the Silk Veneer Panels Handicap. <laughs> <laughs> Deary, mate, this horse might win by panels too. Mm. Uh, over the 1,400 metres, a 65 plus. Um, look, there, there looks to be a reasonable amount of tempo on this race. Next stop, the moon. I think you'll see from the 1,700 back to the 1,400 a real aggressive ride. Uh, he resented last start when Christy found the top after a good spirited betting move. Um, he resented sort of trying to be restrained. Mm-hmm. So I expect Joey to try and let him roll. Peppy Jack doesn't like to be crossed, and they do like to ride him um, in clean air. So I suspect uh, they might even try and kick up there. So there, there should be a reasonable little tempo on. Recharge will finally not get caught deep to start you'd think <laughs> she the was poor bugger just keeps getting um uh keeps getting shunted out wide um, could, could could recharge with three wide no cover from barrier three 
Well, sure. Miss Maranta yeah. managed to go forward last start, <laughs> yeah. so it's look, it's not impossible. But gee whiz, no, I think I think Recharger gets a little sit in here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who's due for one? Right yeah, now? I think I think there's only two horses I really want to. Well, actually, it's, it's there's, there's a few to discuss here. But mm-hmm. Nobel Lawrence's just ticks every box there possibly is. That last win, I know it got the rails run, but it's hard to do that. It's yeah. hard to get up on the rail and accelerate. And that rail ended up not being the best place that day, um, as we saw. Bad Wolf got up on that rail and 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 hit the line okay-ish, and then comes out next. Start and wins really well. I think that sort of sh- that was a good indication of exactly where that race so, was. So Rain of Fire ran third in that race. Jedi Mind. Jedi Mind has run fourth. fourth. This, yeah. this is that time of the season where these three-year-olds um, now start racing against the older horses, and we saw Rain of Fire, and we'll talk about that horse later, come out and won by three or four lengths yeah. la- two weeks ago or last week, two weeks ago. Um, but you do need to remember that it beat nothing that day, the way the race panned out. The but, horse- but you're right. When they race in those three-year-old it's hard to sometimes it's hard to really work out where they sit. But you see a horse like the Spruker, yeah. who went who went bang bang in three year old company and then won three in a row against the older horses yeah, exactly. in ratings races. So you get a line through horses yeah. like um, Hot Zed has come out and raced against the older ones. Ginger Baker, a three year old that's come out and been more than competitive against the older horses. Billy ain't silly um, who came out and raced against smacked them. Yeah, they're just they're just Betty, you know. So um, I'm expecting. Look, this this is you've you've got the conditions again. You've got the speed in the race, and the speed's not all that. Great. So it's not that much to chase. The field isn't that big. You got the wizard. You got Pike on for Lucy on a sit and sprinter. You're down a kilo in, in for me, what's an easier race? Um and you're thirteen hundred up to fourteen hundred, which I think you'll find will be Nobel Lawrence's pet trip. This there isn't a horse that probably ticks more boxes yeah. on the card than Nobel Lawrence. So um dollar yeah. dollar ninety five best available. I'm a dollar eighty. Yeah. Um I'm not gonna be backing unless I get two thirty, two four. Even then, like if we get that real hot I I'm wary. It's from a smaller yard as well. Uh, Dean Skipworth is doing a huge job. Is it Dean or Deanne? I just wanted to Dean. Dean Dean, Dean, Dean yeah. is doing a huge job. Um, since its return to his stables, uh, was with Jason Pateman before. Yeah, he that. he he bred Noble. Yeah, okay, yep. he bred Noble. He, he remember, I think Dean used to train Miss Flirty Gertie. Remember Miss Flirty Gertie? Yeah, and Black yeah. Fries too. No, yeah. McFlirt. Black, black Fries. Black Black Blacksmith. Oh, black Blacksmith. Blacksmith. Uh, yes. Sorry, yes, he did train Blacksmith. Yeah. Yes, he was a nice sprinter. Uh, Dean Skipworth did train Blacksmith. Correct. Um, but yeah, I just you don't want to be. One thing I was and I was talking to. Um, someone about this the other day is one thing I'm doing on this and I was t- talking to you about it before as well. One thing I like to do on this later season track is I don't want to dive into too many things that are even money because mm-hmm. you just get, you get that unreliability in the surface. And, and I think if you're diving into 10 even money pops, you're only going to get three or four of them up, which means you're going to lose over those 10 bets. So look, if, if Betfair gives us a bit of a wobble and we see some 240, 250, happy days, a bit like Will Chino, I'll, I'll, I'll have a play. But um, yeah, I don't mind watching it go around and and winning without me if it's a $1.90 type thing. Um, Ukbar Ted, BJ, two, two lengths behind Son of a God at the 300 in a trial and two lengths behind Samizdat and beat them both home. Like what? 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 And you see the trial before that behind um, Downforce. The Ukbars, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm probably the wrong person to be discussing this because breeding isn't my thing, but um, the Ukbars go really well on Rain Effector traditionally as well. I know his, his, his numbers there aren't huge on Rain Effector, but mm-hmm. they were earlier career when he wasn't. Yeah, the same when he horse. wasn't with Colin Webster either. Um, but yeah, th- that trial was just. Those two trials were just too good. Far to out, win wasn't more. it? Yeah, I just saw, and I'm just looking through the odds here. We've, it's it's very hard to 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 time everything correctly, but there was as much as fifteen dollars. That would have been the bet each way. Ukbar Ted three or three dollars out of place. Nine fifty now across the trap. So I'm what was I a dollar eighty odd and seven dollars Ukbar Ted. So it's nearly a bet. But I was, in saying uh, that, I'm, I'm not. 
I don't want to back against Nobel Lawrence. I was two dollars Nobel Ook. Eight dollars. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So we're in a similar boat, but in some, I mean, I from barrier seven, uh, a Lactar is probably going to have to come from behind or the same spot as Nobel Lawrence. It's going to have to run a career PB, you'd think, to beat yep. Nobel Lawrence. Which, to me, the trial suggests it's going to run a career PB. And the stable's going good. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So look again, I'm going to wait for Betfair here. I'll either be backing Ukbar Ted each way. I'll be backing Nobel Lawrence saving Ukbar Ted, or I'll just be backing Nobel Lawrence. I'm going to let Betfair dictate how I go about this race. Are we going to have the Ashley Money Mailey conversation, Terry? Yeah, he's he, he has he has Megazone engaged. Who was sort of three wide in her cover the entire and still might have been a good spot. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. but did give the winner the card up, Rain of Fire last start. But let's have a let's have a look here. So Some numbers. Let's have a look here. So last Saturday. Ashley Maley saddled up, Megadon, winner, Bad Wolf, winner, Sluke's Box, winner, and then yesterday at Belmont, Blue Horse, winner, and Jag the Joker, winner. Pop Contender tends to fours. Ran well. third. Yeah, Stock Taker ran second. Red Publisher ran second in the Narwini. Mm. Uh, and um, so, in, so in a week, Ash Maley's saddled up, what, five winners? Yeah. Um, and he's got Easy a few. Game. Did you? Because you you were on Bad Wolf two back, yeah. I was on Bad Wolf two back. Yep. Uh, we we said last week he was. I priced him favourite. I mentioned that. I I just had Arnie's boy as a that's right. Overs, I'm just trying to remember. And I got yeah, the map you, opposite. Yeah. I thought I had Arnie's boy one one and Bad Wolf back where Arnie's was. Arnie's went super. I thought, yeah. Considering the way the race was run, Joey just. I was a little bit frustrated. I thought in the first 20, 30, 40 minutes of the race, just really happy to be last. There was no intent to, yeah, to it be was, there. But, but it was a low-pressure race and then they yeah, just sort it was of, just, Yeah, but it was just – well, yeah, there was no intent to land in the 1-1 one, one as, as yeah. I sort of thought they'd been. I think that Kate got that wrong on Mr. Delegator as well, yeah. going that slowly. Yeah. That's You're just taking away a horse's strengths to some degree. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah so, so Ash, Flying. It's fair to say that Maley was – there was – the winners, were, winning fi- the well, winners were few and far between. And then things got really kick-started the day. It was the 17th of July when both uh, all-day sessions, skin and tins, won. Mm-hmm. And then the things really started to ramp up since then. And, and at the moment, he's just about the hottest stable going around. So It definitely is the hottest stable. Or and, say and they're, along, and so, they're, well, um, sorry, mate. The Blue Horse was double figures. Well-backed. Um, Stock taker well backed. box was almost Stock double figures. Well backed. Like, yeah. Money's coming. Yeah. All I'll say about Megazone is it has bled. Um, I'm good in front of me. Um, it has bled ratings points. Yeah. Um, this campaign, like they've absolutely, it's absolutely shed them. Mm-hmm. It's probably now at its pet trip. It's coming off a good run. If, if Megazone finds its best form with this type of weight that the rest of these have all had, um, yeah, it'll it'll definitely run a race for you. But again, I, I think Barrier Five, Nobel Lawrence is in six. It's probably only going to be a, a horse in front of Nobel Lawrence. So, but yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm definitely not willing to put a line through any of uh, Ash Maley's. Uh, it peaked at a rating of 76. It is now a 66. So yep. it's got five kilos. Mm-hmm. So if it was in this race um, at the start of this prep, well, when it was at a peak rating, it'd be carrying 59 and a half. Now mm. it's got 54 and a half. Interesting. Mm. All right. So yeah, we'll just get a good guide about Noble Lawrence and uh, and uh, see whether this horse is uh, just how good he is on, on Saturday. Not that this is a great field, but it's just a nice little stepping stone for him moving into his four year old season. So yeah, um, yeah. We'll just, hopefully, there's a bit of uh, bit of meat on the bone on Betfair on the Betfair Exchange, Betfair.com.au. Realistically, finds a back of Megazone who takes him into the race, and the rail isn't too red hot. 
he could put a little gap on him. Yep. There is the the possibility that um, you yeah. could you could see Pipe just sort of yeah. smother peel. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, this yeah. is the type of horse when you get any jockey to Pike, they they tend to find an extra length. This horse doesn't need to find the length, so mm. it's it's very hard to bet against. I, I'd love to make an each way case mega zone, or as I just talked about with Ukbar Ted, um, but it's it's just. It's hard to bet against the horse you think is going to put something on him, you know? Okay. So I suppose it's uh, hard to bet against a dual mastermind winner. Very. Very much so. Tom Wolfe, he's going to go for three straight. He's taking on Mitch McClenny. Mm. Should we get these fellas on the phone? Yeah, let's get them on. All right, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind Competition. That's right, Guru. The Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street. Mundaring, if you happen to be up in the neighbourhood, up in the hills, drop in. Uh, Ian Bushy O'Connor, the publican, he'll roll out the red carpet, say good day, let him know you're a 1-1 listener. It's all happening up there at the Mundaring. Feed, flutter, froffies, family atmosphere, plenty going on, and uh, yeah, it's just a ripping joint, the Mundaring Hotel. So... Uh, Terry, mastermind, last week, Tommy Wolf, he held off a brave, would you say he was brave, Pete nah, Antonitz? Weak as piss, I thought Pete was. Hey, weak as piss. He stepped in late. He did. And he, uh, he took it, he, he took it Didn't right up. And he was, was he 2-1 up and lost? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 2-1 up. Through it, I reckon. Yeah, 2-1 up and he got, uh, swamped late, but, uh, Tom Wolf, that was two wins on the trot for him. But, uh, today, Tommy will be lining up against Mitch McClenny. Mitch, welcome to the one one. G'day, boy. Good to have you, Mitch. Uh, how's the confidence levels going in? Is you, have you been for a couple of morning froffies at the uh, the Mount Henry? I know you don't mind. Uh, I just looked, I just looked you up on Twitter. Actually, I've seen that many of your tweets. I don't know how I don't follow you because they must uh, they must all pop up. But uh, the lads don't mind jagging the Joker and don't mind a uh, a froffy at the Mount Henry. Don't blame you. It's only five minutes. Uh, yeah, no, you've got the nail on the head there. Haven't been for any properties this morning. I thought Ooh. I'd better be in somewhat of a good state to see how I can go on this. So there we go. So, Mitch, is it is it right that you're one of uh, Chris Nation's crew out at the out at Perth Racing? One of his uh, yeah. one of his merry band of trackmen. Yeah, I am. I'm just there a couple of days a week helping him out. Obviously, sad to see him go, but yeah, no, it's been good. Did you uh, lead the the revolt to push him out the door so you could take the top <laughs> job, Mitch? Or what was the plan there? <laughs> Uh, no, definitely not. Definitely okay. not. All right. All right. And bullshit. And Mitch, uh, I see there's some McClenny's in a horse racing at Belmont on Saturday. Red hot tip. Is that is that you, M. McClenny, in the ownership of that horse? Yeah, it is. Tiny little share. A tiny little share. Yep. So who who are the other McClenny's in in that? Is that you? Uh, my uh, the whole family actually. The yep. whole family got a little share in it. Couple of nice trials, yeah. there, Mitch. Are we uh, are we having a bet first up or what? Uh, no, not first up, I don't think. We're just okay. going for a look. He wants a price, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two trials and go first up for yeah. barrier one with Behra Willer on if and it, not have a bet. Come it, on. Well, get my money. If it, if it comes out <laughs> on, chance, if it comes out on uh, Tommy Johnson or Riley Morgan's uh, yeah, exactly tipping right. sheet, then we know that we've been uh, given the look away handball here by Mitch. <laughs> hey, uh, mate, uh, thanks again for jumping on the mastermind and uh, we better welcome back carry, dual carryover champion, mm. Tom Wolf. Tommy. Chasing, hey boys, how are we? Chasing three, Pete, mate. Yeah, getting a bit nervous. I'm not sure we had to pull in the big guns in Mitch, but uh, we'll see how we go. Only uh, two wins away from equaling uh, Pricey. 
Is it Pricey on four? No. The H, uh, sorry. H train. Uh, sorry. The H train. Gee whiz. Only uh, two wins away from equaling the H train on uh, on four wins. And uh, look, if it's a tie um, on four wins, and there'll be two seats, obviously, to the big Christmas party at the end of the year. So that, that's got to be the end goal. But uh, as a confidence levels to get parts, uh, the Mount Henry's finest. Yeah, I'm not sure. The boys, they know what they're talking about, these boys. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous, to be honest. Young gun mafia, these fellas, aren't they, Tommy? Hey, um, mate, your old man, Brett Wolf. he won the Get Out Stakes. Yeah, he was, he was happy about it as well, as he fell up. He's down in Elby, so they might end up in my food, I reckon, yeah. if, I'm, if I'm lucky. <laughs> Big chance, big chance they will, mate. So, nah, uh, you're a good sport, Tommy. Thanks for uh, thanks for jumping back on and uh, attempting to win a third straight mastermind. So that's rock uh, and roll, eh? That's rock and roll. Just uh, just a reminder to you fellas that your names are your buzzers, and your buzzers are your names, and your buzzers are correct. Yes, and to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first person to answer three questions correctly. All right. Challenger, are you ready? Yeah, ready to go. Mastermind, are you ready? Yeah, ready. Would have wanted a bit more in that next time, like a little bit more venom in your voice there, Beach. Oh, I'll Just work a little bit later next time. But a bit, that's always uh, room for improvement, isn't there? Three, two, one. Question one. How many Perth Cups has Peter Hall won? Mitchell. Mitchell. Uh, two. Uh, Tommy, Tommy, three seconds. Three? Three. Tommy, bang. All right. Peter Hall has won on Black Tom, Delicacy, and Star Exhibit. Question two. In what race did Superstorm have his last start in at Rose Hill in October 2020? Mitch. Mitch. In a photo. Uh, was it a Golden Eagle? Yes. There we go. Ooh. One one. I like his tactic here. Get in early and then back yourself in to have yeah. a second to think about it. One one. Question three. Name the horse that finished unplaced as a dollar sixty five favourite in last year's Belmont Newmarket. Tuffy. Yeah, I've got nothing. I'm trying yeah. to stump here. I couldn't get this one. Three, either. two, Mitch. one. Mitch. Uh, free trade. Oh, he's got the Google. <laughs> in the background, I had the, I had the fingers yeah, coming away there. Oh, dearie me. All right, we're going to pay it. We're pay it, pay all right. It, yeah. Two, Mitch. One, Tom. Question four. At what venue did Peter Hall record his the two group one triumphs of his career? Tom. Mitch. Tom. Tommy. Morfittville. There oh. we go. I love a good two-all. I love a good tie-break. And now consider which question we're going with. Consider the best one. We've got a list here. You guys have been too good. Yeah. All right. We've got to go with your one, I think, Guru. All right. After last, oh, is this multiple choice? Yeah, after last week's uh, right. sort of a bit bit of a wishy-washy end of the mastermind. Maybe give them an option to have a crack without the multiple choice. Yeah. And then we'll give there is a multiple choice option, but you're welcome to go before the options. But BJ will stop reading instantly. Is that correct? Yeah, all right. All right. Okay. Yeah, we don't really like doing multiple choices, but we'll go with this. Okay. This is for the win. Delicacy. The champ, she won 12 races from 19 starts. How many of those were with Peter Hall in the saddle? Four. Tom. Tommy. I reckon it was three. And BJ, I'll read the Tom. rest of the question now. Yeah? Four, five, or six? Mitch. Mitchell. 
Three. Uh, we'll two. Go five. Yeah. Oh, I don't know where you get yeah. that one. Six wins. Six, six from eight. Eight rides? Six from eight rides, I think. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Impressive stuff, wasn't it? I think they're all features too, or at least five features. All right. Here we go. Who rode Come Play With Me to win the 2019 Group 1? Mitch. Met- Tom. Mitchell. Brent, Brenton Abdullah. Oh, he's done oh, it. He's done it. He's done it. So that was, the question was, who rode Come Play With Me to win the 2019 Group 1 Metrop at Randwick in October? Brenton Avdullah and Mitch was first cab off the rank. Congratulations, Mitch. You are the new Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. Beauty. Cheers, boy. How does it feel? Oh, it feels good. I was getting a fair bit of stick from a fair few blokes, so it's good to get it off the back. Oh, he's got a bit of a spring in his step. Yeah, you can hear it, it in his he voice. But Tommy, you're you're a tremendous, uh, tremendous competitor. Uh, you ran into a better one on the day, but um, I, I presume you're going to be firing in the protest about the length of time taken to answer the free, free trade, trade question. question. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of suspicion there, but no, that's right. Riley Capararo gave me a plug. He did. <laughs> he did to get you on the show. No, about the free trade getting beat because I reckon I'm probably backed it that day when it opened. <laughs> <laughs> I think I it's, backed it. It's, paid, well. it's paid for itself in the end. There you go. <laughs> I think I took the red. Yeah, figures. Yeah. I, think I took the red figures as well. Tommy Wolf, uh, thanks again for being a tremendous mastermind. Yeah. Uh, the uh, hope to see you up at the Mundaring very very soon. Uh, that uh, second one hundred dollar gift voucher is in the mail, mate. And um, but uh, yeah, all the uh, to the winner. To the victor goes the spoils, and Mitch McClenny is the new Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. Uh, Tommy, thanks again. Mitch, will you be available to uh, come on next Thursday? Uh, yeah, I'll make sure I'm available. <laughs> I had to think about we'll it. To, we'll have to talk to Chris Nation. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> well, I'm just going to make sure I'm not working, but yeah, I'll sort that out. <laughs> I've, I've silenced the doubters now, so uh, yeah, no, I don't need to come back on. Thank you, Mitchell. Thank you, Tommy, and uh, we'll speak to you next week, Mitch. Cheers, boy. Cheers. Thank Thanks you. Later. Good on you, Mitch. We've got a new mastermind, Terry, Mitch McClenny. Yeah, it was pretty clinical. Another two-all. I'm thoroughly enjoying the, the two-allers. Now, um, wider. Yeah, it gives, a, it gives us a bit of a bit of a showpiece question to go mm. with. But uh, no, that was that was a clinical uh, clinical effort, and I reckon he might be around for a few more weeks. Yeah. Early call. I've given him the kiss of death. Yeah, I think he's one of those one of those young fellows who is just all he does is uh, watch races and uh, has a, totally immersed himself in the game. So if he's- uh, He'll be celebrating at the Henry tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be celebrating, yeah, for sure. But uh, Mitch McClenny, he is the new WA Racing Mastermind and that, uh, yeah, that $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel in the mail, Mitch. And uh, we'll be talking to him next Thursday as he tries to make it two on the bounce. Race five, Crown Perth Handicap, 1,000 metres graduation. One, uh, one, one Metro win. Mm. Uh, Strathmore Rose was uh, the subject of very strong support resuming two weeks ago in an almost identical assignment. Well, had every chance, peeled out, looked home, and then, as often happens, William Pike 
timed his run to perfection on Blazing Billy and edged out and the punters were, uh, from a, weren't rejoicing, put it that way. From a betting point of view, it's a, it wasn't actually all that was. So it, it was Brad that's gone up, I think, five bucks last week and then everyone else went up about three. Ended up jumping bet fair about four, four fifty. Um, so it actually got so out a little early, bit. So the early, the early, yeah. Yeah, and yep. then this week Brad went up six, I think, um, which looked a little bit wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, looked very wild actually. And then it, everyone else has gone up around 3.20, 3.30, I think, and now it's into 2.80. Oof. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, to see what happens here. But uh, or what I what I foresee here is this race being run and won over the thousand meters by horses on speed mm-hmm. in a nice map. I thought Blazing Billy first law and who was the third horse in that photo? Beach Strathmore Rose. Strathmore. <clears throat> I thought that was suited by the fact that to rise again, Sassy Trader and. Um, Express time chopped each other throughout, and that that were the sort of the three sitting who came past them. So, if Blazing Billy and First Law go back from barriers seven and barriers nine, nine, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that they can win the race, especially with the little weight swings here. So, three dollars forty, five dollars fifty, couple of little, put a little little line through those two and um yeah strathmore rose uh should grab the back of olga louisa who looks your only leader over a thousand meters which is always a very nice position to be in and then probably the horse we don't know all that much about who who could elevate and, and the stable's going super um, hell's is bell. hell's bell yep. who, who split um who finishes behind vedette star and charlton eddie who was racing well at the time yep. um last campaign that was a thousand so, meters at ascot wasn't it yeah 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 with with the smother that day so um yeah that that for me is just about your race. Amelia's Bedelia one one. It's out to twenty bucks now. I'm mm. eleven twelve. Amelia's Bedelia. Not it's not a horse I really want to back. Um, to be honest with you, but very price dictated. So uh, yeah. Well, look. Okay. So why do you think Brad went up six dollars? If I said to you, Strathmore Rose ridden by Chris Parnham, what price would Brad have gone up? Do you think? Uh, well, the, the Maddie, the Maddie thing. While well, the two kilos is nice, I'd prefer Chris without the claim or a senior without the claim. Yeah. Um, that that might have been his thinking. I haven't spoke to him about it. that. Might have been his thinking. Why it was a six dollar chance in his mind. Um, look, I, I'm with, with my thinking in this race. I'd blazing Billy, sort of ten, eleven bucks first or twenty one. Push him out. So yeah. I'm, I'm I'm wildly different. I'm still three thirty Strathmore Row, so it's currently not a bet for me at the, at the two eighty. Um, I didn't expect this one to ever go up, even a consideration for a price in that yeah. sense. Um, but yeah, Strathmore Rose's numbers uh, on the data are very strong. Uh, even if you discount her Albany wins and just look at the the efforts in town, mm-hmm. the most recent and the one back uh, behind I see red, I see red earlier this year. Um, they're really strong, and um, yeah, I suspect she's a supported runner. Um, it'll it'll probably end up leading to, from a betting point of view, the leader getting out to maybe nine ten bucks on Betfair, and, and that's your each way go, Olga Louisa. Yeah, like, that's that's the way I went. Yeah, look, yeah. I'm, I'm, she's, I'm, I'm five sixty Olga Louisa, so seven fifty looks nice. But I'm, again, I'm not diving in. I don't, yeah. I'm not too perturbed about being on at seven fifty. She's not the sort of horse that's going to get. Um, no, you wouldn't off think. You wouldn't think so. No, and her numbers suggest there's not going to be a huge, huge amount of support for her either. Um, so yeah, look, but I, she's going to lead, right, Olga Louisa? She will lead. She'll have Hell's Bell and the Breeze. And I know Hell's Bell's a horse. Um, it was famously reefed that day. Um, I see red lead. So it's a horse they'd prefer to ride with cover. I think fresh over the thousand, you've just got to go to the breeze here and not try and be, otherwise you're going to end up in a very sticky spot with a couple of quickish ones like Amelia Bedelia mm-hmm. and Beto and Bell um, can even go quickish. Strathmore Rose underneath, you're going to end up in a sticky spot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she gives a kick. It is just about the fact that I think Olga Louisa gives that kick 
and there is well, there should be room for Maddie to peel out yeah. on Strathmore Rose yeah. and and uh, and come at Olga, but um, yeah, and then the fifty nine and a half against the fifty five and a half after the claim, I think that'll be telling late. But um, yeah, it may be a case of Olga Louisa going around tens and threes and going, yeah. "New beauty, let's let's have an each way crack here," because that that would get me for a good size bet. Okay, yeah, I, I like Olga Louisa. I don't think she's doing a lot wrong. She comes back. She's been a length and a half. Dear Delarats are in seventy two plus company. Prior to that, one. In this grade, over the 1,000 mm-hmm. metres, mare in form, finds the front rails, um, back to the true. She's going to give a good kick and might be a bit, might be over the odds as well. And yep. a bit, bit un- unfashionable stable, sort of Jason Whiting. Um, I expect money to keep pouring in for Strathmore Rose uh, as the, the closer we get to start time. I think there's going to be a lot of support for for her, which might kick out Olga Louisa even further, especially if, on the Bet Fair Exchange. It'd be interesting if we see a little rail bias in the first yeah. one or two. You might want to pull the trigger if she's around that seven, eight, nine dollar mark, though, yep. because the money does follow biases. Cool. I, I, I thought it was there was two in it. I thought it was Olga Louisa in front and Strathmore Rose getting peeling and getting the last crack at her. Yep. Uh, and I just thought Olga Louisa with that sort of toughness and the form that she's in might be able to hold uh, Strathmore at bay. But in saying that, I might have had a bit of a negative mindset against Strathmore just with the riding change. But um, no, I'm, I'm but, bang on with you with yeah. the with the um, with the two chances. I've really narrowed it down to those two. I. Uh, I initially priced Olga Louisa favourite, but then with the yeah. sprint races, I'm trying to become more the, the data side of things is really really interesting when you're looking at horses from different um, form lines. And over the sprint races, it's actually quite reliable. So I'm trying to instead of being an arrogant uh, Arawa and uh, what's the word I'm after? Um, no, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to utilise it a little bit more rather than just thinking I, I know more. So. Um, and yeah, it was very strongly towards towards Strathmore, um, but yeah, very uh, yeah happy to be on Olga Louisa, and I'd love to see a little bit more. So mm. let's see what the market does. Blazing Billy will nat- Blazing Billy will naturally um, be supported with Pikey on, so he should stay in the market, which allows some prices. And first law will be in the market, no doubt. Yep. Yep. Uh, what price were you, Olga Louisa? Eight dollars. Oh, you were eight bucks. Yeah. Oh, so we've still got to wait. Yeah. Since what what. You were, you were probably thinner, Blazing Billy first law. Yeah. I, I just don't have a way first law wins a race. I thought it was well held last start despite where it came from. I I think the run probably looked better than it was. Yeah. Yeah. F- f- uh, which horse are you talking about? First law or Blazing Billy? Both. Both. Yeah, first law was funny. He looked, it looked like he was going to drop out and run last. Mm. He was, just couldn't go on the bend. Yeah. And then when he got balanced up, he sort of flashed home. But I don't know about first law. He can he can beat me. Yeah. He can, he beat, can me. beat me too. Yeah. 100%. Uh, all right. Race number six, the Devil's Lair handicap, sixteen hundred meters. Another 16. sort of another sort of funny old race, isn't it? Like they're all we, funny. We've, this we've is got, a, this we've is got this two is a, genuine five hundred one pops down the bottom. Yeah. Uh, so um, then every the day purist one at two hundred one after yeah. I hadn't backed a winner all day. Did you back it that day? Did you? <laughs> You're joking. <aren't> you? <laughs> <laughs> You, That's yeah. You, you must, ask Dane Hollingworth. Got, ask Dane Hollingworth about my behaviour. You must have gotten the Richie Bell mail. Uh, that was funny, yeah, wasn't it? it? Was Listening to that call, he just yeah, it was never gonna, never gonna lose. That's probably the greatest get out you're ever gonna talk about. We're at the pub, so I'm betting more than I should have. Had a couple of froffies and um, had him back to winner all day and yeah, get out and purist in the last. Would have got the quaddy. There was a race before that. It was Neurologic and Free Trade, and they were the two favourites. Yeah, were, um, Neurological. Yep, Neurologic, Neurological. 
anyway, um, and it was they were the two favourites, and I um, I went one out um, with Neurologic Free Trade beat me, and one of the other legs was about 30, 40, 50 to one as well. Oof. It was it was oh, it was it was a half million dollar result. It was a half million dollar result, but the problem is I did it with Top Sport, and they pay out max one hundred thousand. So that's all I would have got. But that's okay. I would have probably copped that. Or actually, no, it would have been flat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they know it would have been flat. But yeah, I didn't collect a cent. But um, on another day, I'd probably take the pair. I just um, yeah, that particular day, I was near. I think it was my best. So um, and it ran second. So there you go. Always remember that, mm. as you probably would. But yeah, you're right. Two hundred dollar pops. Two hundred dollar pops. Three hundred dollar pops. Yeah, um, but then, but then the first seven saddle cloths you could sort of half make a case for for most of them if you if you wanted to. But uh, I think there's some deduction we need to work on here. For me, vital flirt paddock time. So no, I, I I thought it's it was a victim of circumstances last Saturday. Yeah, uh, it was four eighty into four dollars something like that. The money came. It was a funny race that we were just talking about with Arnie's boy. It was the Black Wolf race. Yeah, they were. And, Nelson's and they, flight decided and it, he didn't want to go. That was horrible tactics yeah. on Nelson's flight. That yeah. was. Yeah, that made the list. That was um, just, just, just. You well, just I think, I think, just uh, do not understand. Kate Southern was basically saying, like, lead. lead. Yeah, I'm happy to take you back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And um, yeah, Nelson, yeah, that was wild stuff on Nelson's flight. So I don't know. Like, I just felt like he would, even its last 200 stood up on the day from a sexual point of view. Yep. So I'm not ready to give up on the vital flirt just yet. Drops, mm -hmm. drops three kilos. Uh, I just think that might have been a bit of, bit of a forgive run, but um, that's not the way I'm going. But, um, but yeah, I just um, I just thought I just thought Born to Try is going to get the map fresh. Uh, it's pre awesome. Pretty it's smart horse, and I, I reckon I reckon it's gonna it's gonna be really hard to beat. Yeah, just mapping Born to Try. I, I was thinking um, it's a horse that can, can be a bit, we, we yeah. had a pretty big bet first that last campaign, and it just didn't step, and it was back last, you know. So that was a, that was a race won by that horse of Adam. What was it called Fiery Water or something? Yeah. Like that? yeah. So look, it's a yeah, it's a chance. Um, it's gonna, it's always, it's a horse that's always gonna be under my odds. A little freshen up mile, uh, four bucks. That's just gonna be a horse that's under my odds. That's always yep. gonna be the way I punt. Lonsdale Lady once it has a little setback in a prep. Um, Elevated temperature. Yeah, for me, the four forties unders there. It's it's form. Its last win is better than all these. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Um, but that was a certain race style on a heavy eight or nine. Um, it can win, but four forty, no thanks. I'm I'm nine fifty Lonsdale Lady Vital Flirt, which sort of opened up some other options for me. Yeah. Mr. Mount Walker is. It's almost a moral to get the one one for yeah. Barrier Seven. Yeah, um, I, I, hope, I hope so. I hope they. Uh, um, Nucky, yep. Pete Nucky was very positive, so yeah, he can he can come across with others and use them to find oh, a spot. He should yeah. just it's just such a good map for yeah. Mr. Mount Walker to spot the awkward draw. So it runs its honest race and finishes first four. I don't know if it's got the killer blow to win a race like this. That's my general feel. And, and losing Sean McGrady at the moment with the form that Sean's in is is a negative for the horse. Um, living the dreams under the odds at thirteen dollars. It's look the one week back up up to the mile is suitable, but it looks to me a few runs away. Even if it's at this level, I, I'm yeah, I'm not sure. Um, it won't lead either. Have you got Kelly's Callista holding the front, BJ? I do. Yeah. They come, so, they're, they're drawn alongside each other. So living the dream is going to have to burn if it wants to cross Kelly's Callista. Yeah, and I can't see it. And, they can't see it happening, yeah. and especially with um, the apprentice on Kelly's, I don't think there'll be any instructions to let living the dream go and race off it. So yeah. uh, I think Kelly's Callista leads living the dream, the breeze proxy on its back. Yep. So straight away I look at this race and I go, well, I think Kelly's Callista is in better form than living the dream and it can shake it off. Yep. I think. Proxy on its back is obviously a great thing for Kelly's Callisto. So straight away, we're back to the true position with the rail. I think Kelly's Callisto is going to give a nice kick with horses like Lonsdale Lady, Vital Flirt, um, out the back. Per 
Picture Perfect probably ends up on the back of Proxy um, in, a, in a sticky spot. And then Born to Try is a difficult one to map, but it's it's probably going to be um, back behind a few of them as well. So I think Kelly's Callisto can give a pretty big kick. It's, it's run two seconds, uh, both suitable conditions, but there's no reason these won't be suitable conditions again. Um, and with uh, – with, So it's been beaten, uh, beaten by the Spruker. The Spruker, the Spruker yes. Yeah. And who ran third last start? Beaten four lengths. Uh, who was that? Red Publisher. Oh yes, it was too. Yeah, it yeah. was Red Publisher back in third. So that was a heavy ten, and I'm 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 fairly I'm fairly loose with that form. Not I'm not uh, yeah. not overly bothered about being all that. But, but the thing is, its previous start it was beaten point one a length. The Spruker again. Mm. I know that was a very suitable map, but there's no reason this probably won't be again. So it was. So we're trying to poke holes in form, but that's the form. That's this is this is where yeah. we're at this Belmont winter. That's yeah. that's that's what we're dealing with. So, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. And it carried um, a kilo and a half less than the Red Publisher, who's come out and just about won the the Narwini, a feature race last week. Albeit um, the one that didn't carry any weight, and the yeah. stable is low flying. So um, yeah, the form makes complete and utter sense. I love who's on its back. I love the fact the horse in the breeze. I think it's going better than living the dream. Um, so yeah, I think it goes to the top. gives it gives it a shake. Look, I I think Picture Perfect improves here. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to forgive that last run on a cold inside pad on a on a. It didn't have a card up either. There was no horse that took it into it. The Spruker was on the back of Kelly's Callisto, one or two or three horses off the fence, and that was the spot to be that particular race. So I, I think Picture Perfect um, improves with the shades on, um, on a rail, which I think you'll want to be on. By race six, we'll need to watch and see what happens. Um, but the fact is you've got proxy in between them, and it's only 360, which is, um, yeah, just a little thin for me. Um but yeah, I've, I've marked it's $3.70. This is a 92, so I've actually lowered my percentage of this market mm -hmm. and I've got some three seventy five pitcher perfect, $4.80 Kelly's Callisto. You know, sometimes you just don't really want to back a horse, but to me it just makes sense the way I'm talking about it, you know. Kelly's yeah. Callisto just gets that. It, it it shakes and gives you a kick. You just um, hope that you just hope that Victoria Culver's really positive early, you know, and just um, make sure that she – she holds the lead, I think. Exactly right. Yeah. I, it was nine fifty across the board a minute ago. I'm yet to have a cent on. I'd love to see that type of price would make me feel really good. Eight fifties, it's uh, still refined, and yeah. I'll, I'll still be on. But um, yeah, for me, it's either each way Kelly's Callisto or backing Kelly's Callisto and Picture Perfect. I'll probably go for the latter and not go each way and and um, and and Dutch that pair, um, hoping that we see some five bucks or four fifty picture perfect late. BJ. Okay. Born to try for me. I was three sixty and favorite. Uh currently four dollars. Is returning from a freshener, but I like Brad Parnham on. I think Brad can get this horse to step, hold a midfield running position, get sort of carded into the race and and uh, get last crack at him. It doesn't it's rarely far away at the end of its races. I think it's had 18 starts for 14 top three finishes. I think you're gonna get a really good bang for your buck with Born to Try. That, like a good bang for your buck. That last win with Keshaw on, I know it was 2200, it was a funny old race, beat True Attraction, there was a big weight swing and all that, but that was, <laughs> it was such a huge run. And the start before Terry's still, I think that was the one where you stormed off course actually. I did, yeah. uh, That was the day that <laughs> yeah. William- the Worst day of my life. William Pike uh, sort of got, um, Got, got it a bit wrong and it ran third, should have won. So got I don't know. Bit, I think this, I think this horse's record should be even a little bit superior than what it is. But Born to Try could be a horse on the rise and um, might just make it, might just go bang and kick off a successful campaign on Saturday. Yeah, I can see that. 
Um, yeah, it's funny. Everyone's going to have, uh, I think, the three horses in this race, which will have four horses, which yeah. will have um, pundits divided. Will picture perfect? Mm -hmm. Are they forgiving? Because you've got to remember before that fir first up run, which was huge. Yeah. That was huge. It just looked like a horse is going to win soon. We didn't have that big of an opinion of picture perfect. Yeah. So that's that's an interesting one. The blinkers going on as well. Is that either a stretch or are they? Yeah, that's an interesting and one. And another, another mile as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's a horse that um, probably will definitely will do its best work at 2,000 plus. Yeah. Born to try, obviously off the freshen up, they'll be dividing people. Lonsdale Lady, best probably the best form from its last yeah. start is Lonsdale Lady. Um, but obviously the the little uh, mishap, elevated temperature it was. Um, she's, she's just a horse that when she's had something go wrong, she's never her campaign has never been the same afterwards a few times. Mm -hmm. And then there's Volta Flirt coming off arguably an ordinary performance but again there's definitely excuses for that so there's some horses there which will divide opinions um yeah i, I guess i'm probably, yeah, I, I imagine, i'm going very I I'm, go I'm, the, I'm taking the, the the safe route to some degree and that's the leader and that's that's your leader yeah. um on on back to the true uh, informed leader good stable and yeah. some roadblocks uh Bedford Exchange is going to be a good watch late, I reckon. So. Well, I don't know what to do here, Beige. I'm actually torn whether I flick the tick steer and say take some of the 850 for me, or I. Um, I think I, I think I, I think I think I think people will will uh, cotton on to the fact that Callisto is the leader. Other thing, other horses have to yeah. drift out. Lonsdale Lady will drift. I think Vital Flirt doesn't get any shorter than five bucks off that run. Yeah, I, Born to tries. I don't think it comes too much shorter than four no, bucks. No, it's a bit of a wobbler in betting too, I think. And, yep, and Picture Perfect, uh, I can't see it. And even even with that combination, um, it, it could hold its price, Picture Perfect. Just that combination is a pretty firm one. Money came last start. Mm. I mean, so, they're, they're not really going to come for Mount Walker. Vital Flirt sort of will probably hold, maybe drift a touch. So, yeah. Mm. Colors Callisto might be the horse that sort of firms. KC mm. and the Sunshine Band. Yeah. Just I'm trying to talk myself into something. Just something <laughs> on the day. All right. Race seven is the Privé? Privé fashion platform handicap. You entering? Uh, no, definitely not. No? <laughs> definitely not. Funny. Privé fashion platform handicap. Ratings 72 plus 1,200 metres. I yeah, am going to- Yeah, of Comfort. One this day last year. Yeah, right. One on this day last year. Cliffs. Twelve hundred uh, over twelve hundred meters. Second up. Had a bit of a mishap um, at the same time as Dig Date when the big storms came earlier the year. I was talking to Dan Pierce, a couple of froffies. So I was not there, but we we discussed. Um, yeah, had a little a tiny setback earlier this year. Went that's why there's trials in, but it was nothing major. Yeah, basically that's all I'm trying to. That's why um, I had those trials. Yeah. trials in March and April. And we never it's saw an it ordinary trialer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's why we all kept back in Boston because it beat Cliffs of Comfort in a trial, but that yeah. might not be all that crash hot. Yeah. But that trial, uh, its recent trial, you could, looks aesthetically pretty poor, but it actually would have won 18 of the other 20 trials that time. Yeah. I think but that, Miracle that, Man That was, was the thing. Miracle Man went I'm past like, Miracle it. Man's a, a mile, you know, and it doesn't race for – it wouldn't have raced for a year, would it, Miracle Man? Anyway, it's, yeah. That worried me. Um, I'm – and this will – I'm going to really sit on the fence here. I'm, I'm really looking forward to speaking to Dan on the WA Betfair Edge tomorrow. No, I'm, it's, it'll genuinely dictate what I do here. I priced okay. Cliffs of Comfort favourite initially. But I, a $4.20 favourite though. And I had Rain of Fire second favourite. I ended up flicking it round. Um, I think Rain of Fire's last win was made to look so much better than it was. A, it was the heavy 10. B, the horse that ran second was a horribly out of form Megazone who sat 3D at the trip. Miss Vasari was held up. Didn't turn up, Miss Vasari. No, it just, yep. It's one of those wins where, don't get me wrong, great win. Like, really liked the win. It's one of those wins that's made to look better than it was, though. But 
as I said, these rising three-year-olds tend to be, um, now four-year-olds tend to be very hard to beat. Um, but I'm wary. I'm wary of the overbet mm-hmm. um, on that one. So I, um, yeah, yeah. Looks a nice map for Cliffs of Comfort. If they allow, um, the stable mate allows it across. Yeah. I suspect they will. I think the plan will be pop off to the breeze. Um and yeah, well, I mean, there's you no, know, there's it, it no might other, represent the value. There's no, there's no other speed. Well, it, it just might represent the value, mightn't it? Joe fast. Well, it pops yeah. off to the breeze. It's fit. It's happy. Um, should have just about won the other day. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah, um, yeah. It should have just about won the other day. So, look, if if it pops out to the breeze and Cliffs of Comfort isn't a hundred percent on speed, um, it's tough as nails. Probably better of a thousand and twelve. Um, Still rock hard in form. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And I think that will be the plan with the lack of speed in the race. The, the piercers should be able to have the leader and and the horse and the breeze. And um, there's no real reason that the two of them don't fight it out. Yeah, Rainify is going to land 1-1, I think. Um, yeah. So, well, Geordie Turner will be pretty keen to be there. Land 1-1 or even, yeah, the problem is something could end up in the breeze by accident. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, Downfall should land pretty close. Crystal Spirit will land close. The interesting thing about this race is Costa del Santo, uh, Jericho Missile, that's barrier six, that's barrier eight. Silken Eyes, barrier seven. seven. They're all just natural out the back door. Horses. Little Fish doesn't is a sort of a mid-back horse, isn't it? Yeah, so it hasn't been jumping. Yeah. It's, yeah. So they're just, just, even, there's just no speed. Even first up the other day, Crystal Spirit ended up Didn't rear step, woods and uh, sort of – has lost a bit of its gate speed, Christmas Spirit. It, has, it was a big run. I think it's yeah. kept fresh on purpose. It, it's one that if it was $13, $14, $15 each way, that might have got me. It was a good run. Yeah, yeah. a really good run. It certainly yeah. was. Look, I'm I'm going to wait and see with this race. Again, I my, I wanted to be on Cliffs of Comfort or Rain of Fire if, if, if I could make a case price-wise for either, but they're both unders for me. The only horse above my price is Don't Fuss. I was $6 Don't Fuss. I was I was seven twenty, and I initially had it a lot shorter. I wiggled around Cliffs and Rain of Fire and – um, to get it to 720. So, yeah, look, if at this point in time, I can I can just wait for a pattern. Yeah. There's not going to be a big move, don't fuss, I don't think. Yeah, I was, uh, what am I, 350 cliffs, 450 rain of fire, $6, don't fuss. So, yeah, don't fuss is kind of Mate, very best, similar. Best available $10 at the moment for don't fuss. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the best of cliffs of comfort is excellent but then again the best of don't fuss is pretty bloody good as well so he's just a, he's just an honest battler yeah, isn't he yeah yeah doesn't i mean if if cliffs cliffs was he cliffs of comfort first up last prep led over a thousand got gunned down late by silken eyes i think um, you were on we we're yeah. at belmont that day we watched it together was that the day it wasn't was it? long beach was it um, let look that up so and then he he did t- i suck? No, you backed the winner. I, oh. I backed Cliffs of Comfort. Oh, Celebrity Queen, wasn't it? Look it up. But yeah, I, I remember you were, you oh, were, no, you were was... high-fiving and I was sheepish. So uh, This day last year, it beat me at Dolce by 1.2 lengths. Start, start before that. 1,200. Third to Eyes. Yeah. Yeah, third to Silken Eyes, And, yeah, it did run second to Celebrity Queen. They're yeah. pretty good names yeah. around it. This like if, if the best of Cliffs of Comfort turns up. It's got up, some good labor rod form. Uh, yeah. To me, it's not a – I don't even need to do the form. Yeah. I look at this map. Yep. I look at the fact that it's still rated below its best, I think, a 78 rider. I think I think if they get it to its best, it'll end up a 95 rider. You know, it'll win a feature sprint without yeah. doubt. All it comes down to is that last trial. Yep. Is is it 100% or is there a niggling issue? Its work hasn't been the same. 
that's the issue for me. If if you tell me Cliffs of Comfort's one hundred percent, you probably just about take three bucks, you know. Mm. So I, it's it's a really good one to to listen to Dan and ask him. Yes. What what happened with that trial? Download the app. Um, all right. So Cliffs of Comfort for me, but yeah, I can. I'm, I'm holding warm, off my warming, opinion. For warming now. a little bit to, to don't fuss. Well, we'll it's a price. It's a pricing game. I was cr- cracked it yesterday. You know how we always it's a pricing game. It's okay if we miss one. So. Sitting there and, and looking at the uh, the map to me, it was especially early doors. You wanted to be on horses that were sort of in the um, the rail line getting out. And um, I'd had I actually priced Alma Hallow favourite because I saw Go Belly getting a tough run. It was sort of around that four dollar mark. And I was like, this is your winner. Like I know this is your winner, but I had it around that mark. It was trading around that mark, and Story Miss got out to 15, 16 bucks or something like that. And even though I knew the pattern of the day wasn't suiting it, I just couldn't. Resist. I ended up backing Strawberry Miss. Alma Harlow won and, and I sooked it like a little. Strawberry Miss was a diversion. It was the Betfair yeah, diversion. It was the Betfair diversion. Yeah. It got me. But uh, yeah, long game. Just because it's a long game doesn't mean we can't sook when we, <laughs> when one one that we think is going to win does win. Just uh, yeah, it doesn't quite uh, hit the price we wanted. So, so what hey, So what did easier. it get to? Alma Harlow. Yeah. Oh, about 420. What but did you end, want? I was 480 initially. That's yeah. the thing. But once I saw how it was playing, which I predicted anyway, people, especially early in the day, eight, lanes 18 to 23 are just the spot to be when it gets out yeah. wide at Belmont. And there's still this line. I heard Richie in one of the calls go, oh, on the end, wow, the inside lane played really well. Oh, the cutaway is playing really well. It's like they're surprised. Yeah. Every meeting, they're surprised, they're surprised, they're surprised. I remember Darren called. Um, Petrocity when it sat three deep the trip maybe a month ago and he goes, not the worst spot to be. That was a horror spot to be that day. It just naturally when it's wet, people have this mindset off the fence. We've got to be off the fence. That day we saw two weeks ago, three weeks ago, or sorry, a month ago when it was at the True last time, that was a heavy eight, wasn't it? Mm. You know, that was a wet track. The fence was the spot to be all day. That never changed. Okay. Anyway, that's me done. Feature of the day, race eight is the Heineken Belmont Newmarket, a listed race with 125000 Good to see the listed prize money getting yeah. a bit of a boost. This season, um, Guru, they're obviously listening to us here at the one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the uh, we we were expecting Indian Pacific to resume two weeks ago, weren't we, Terry? In the uh, was it the Bolton? No, Jockeys Jockey Sprint National mm-hmm. Jockey Celebrate the Thousand. Neville Parnham opted to miss that race because it was a heavy eight, heavy ten, something like that. Trial him again. He trialed at Belmont on Monday. And uh, now he's going to resume Indian Pacific first up in the Belmont New Market, 61.5 kgs, Brad Parnham on board. So Indian Pacific uh, went up favourite when the um, when the early markets were released yesterday afternoon. And then um, I suppose there's been a bit of a smattering, splattering of money for horses such as Son of a God and surprisingly a little bit of money for Tell Them We're Coming first up as well. Yeah, a bit of pike money perhaps. Mm. Um, yeah, look, I, it's a great map for Indian Pacific. Uh, it should cross and find the fence with a degree of ease. The only horse that can probably lead, take it on for the lead, is, is Son of a God. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they'll be content just to, to park on the back of a horse with 61 and a half and, um, and hope they can get the better in later. It'll be interesting whether Son of a God can park on the back of any Pacific, though, because you've got Malibu Style in three who have begun really well and does can begin well enough. Well, if they dig Malibu Style up and hold Son of a God, it ends up leaving... Sort of got a breezing, doesn't it? Probably does, yeah. Mm. Probably ends up in the breeze. So, uh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm with Indian Pacific, but not with a – I think, first of all, from a betting point of view, I think Son of a God will start favourite here. Um, I yeah, I pulled the trigger and had some on the 360 or whatever it was, Indian Pacific, and I sort of regret that. My, my, my notes suggested I thought it would go up 250 Indian Pacific and drift out to four bucks. Yeah. And I thought that's how the market would move and allow for a late bet on Indian Pacific and sort of just got a bit confused when it was around that 350, 360 mark and – 
add something on. I reckon I'll probably take an under. Who knows? Who knows what will happen with the market in the end? But look, when you're getting a quality sprinter who's obviously returned really well, it's going to find the top. You're going to find the rail. Um, yeah, weights-wise, you'd suggest Son of a God's going to be hard for it to hold out late. But some horses can carry weight better yeah. than others. And this horse beat Windstorm. When finding the top, um, albeit Windstorm did have 60 that day. But look, uh, yeah, should be the winner should be between those two. And, and Sam's dad definitely isn't impossible. Um as a race horse either, but I don't know. I'm not convinced Son of a God's a, a superstar, but you don't need mm. to be a superstar to win this race. Son of a God's had a lot of chances. First up, last prep, very similar setup, sat on the back of Zebra, won by lip with a 10 out of 10 from Christy Parnham. But then he should have won the – no, actually, he shouldn't have won the easy one. He's <laughs> <laughs> up. He's up. That's blasphemy here, mm. the one one. He should he should have gone close to beating Dig Deep in the easing world, and then I don't think he had a lot of luck at his subsequent run as well in the Australia. I think, he, I think it might have been two occasions where Chris Parnham got caught three wide, no cover in in succession uh and then i think he might be a better horse over the sprint journey as yeah well. and then he sort of was he was only beaten ahead in the pinjara classic yeah and then he was beaten two and a half lengths in the bunbury stakes uh so that was at the end of a prep so he, he sort of graduated into that better class of racing he's had a spell more mature he is still out of the handicap. He's an 85 Raider and a 95. So he's, he's carrying two and a half kilos more than he should if it was a, if there was no minimum on the race. However, he he's just, got a higher ceiling. Yeah. He so just, that's he's, not he's, as, he's yeah. a horse on the way up. So he, um, he is going to get the last crack at Indian Pacific. And it will just be interesting to see how wound up. Neville, uh, the Neville Parnham stable has Indian Pacific. I imagine he's pretty, he's pretty wound up. I imagine he's pretty forward. Mm. But um, I, I wrote in my leg up that I imagine that this performance of Indian Pacific on Saturday will maybe determine whether he goes east or not. I don't know if you've heard anything about that. No. But um, yeah, Neville's tipping son of a god. So is he? <laughs> Put the slows out. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're the two, aren't they? So they are the two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're both around that four dollar mark. You can back and save if you're that way inclined. But I mean, it's not impossible that Samizdat comes out and grabs them both. It runs some big races last campaign like, and gets I a like weight the weight swings as well. Um, Clint yeah, Clint's the, the perfect horse for that yeah. type of horse. But the one thing we were discussing um, beforehand, I feel there's a lot of horses um, in that next clump that just I don't see how they really can win. Tell yeah. me, Coven's under the odds at seven fifty. Pims Royale was great, but gets a long way back um, for Jade and Luke. I, I think Pims Royale is not impossible, but it does. Does tend to put the best run in fresh. Western Temple from a barrier 11 is 12 bucks over 1200. Like, where does it end up? Doesn't have the gate speed. They'll try and muster forward. Yeah, they'll go forward. Probably yeah. just hits deep. 12 bucks. I mean, Floyd was underwhelming and with Clint Johnson Porter hopping off the ride, same as it's the second. And it's 14. Mm. Silence has been scratched five times. Malibu Styles not not going ten well year enough. Old. It's a 10 year old. So, I mean, Multiverse is now drifting out to 40 bucks. It was 20. And so I just think there's so many there that can't really win the race. So, yeah. um, one, of, one of the three favorites. I, I'm, I'm with Indian Pacific, though. I'm going to, I like a, a good sprinter that can find the rail. He's a good um, horse. Out in front. But um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Son of a God get past him. Son no of a God still has to do it. Yep. Uh, but he's always given the impression that he's going to do it. This is his chance on Saturday. Gets the map, Indian Pacific first up. I uh, got the Simon A polish, even though Simon's in in Broome, one of the one of the many enjoying themselves in Broome. Have you caught Simon on Instagram lately? No, I don't have the I don't have the Graham Insta. It's good gear. Yeah. Simon A is uh, he's uh, enjoying a bush trip or two up, mm. <laughs> up in Broome, and he's he seems to be having a very good time up there. Is uh, Simon A? But um, but yeah, for me, I, I just thought that Jeez, this he'll be declaring that on Broome Cup Day. It'll probably there'll be enough money coming from uh, might start. Two fifty. Oh, I could start a 
sub sub even money. Yeah, so we'll we'll get a good guide as to uh, how good Son of God is on Saturday, taking on a, a quality quality elite sprinter in Indian Pacific in the feature of the day. All right, BJ, it is time for the Get Out Stakes. S T E A K S. Proudly brought to us by who? Market City Meats, of course. Ah, Bannister. Bannister Road. Market City Meats is the largest. Did you know that is the largest retail butcher shop in Perth? Is it? Correct. Located out of the Cannibal Markers out on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt and his team. Good operators. They run the show. Uh, swing past, say good day. Timmy will look after you. Um, so, so very popular, this competition. And last week, episode 88, was won by Brett Wolf, mm. brother of Big Steve, dad. but more well known as the father of Tom, multiple mastermind winner, Tom. So, Tom Wolf, the Wolfs, Tom Wolf's won the mastermind, and his father, Brett Wolf's won the get out stakes. They sort of did Steve have a win? You would have done. Steve have a win? No, a couple of those. Matt Walker and Sowell ran second and Red Can ran third. So Probably a rare day that you'd never win. Yeah, yeah. so it was almost a, a, mm. a big treble there for the, the Wolf Wolf gang. But um, Brett Wolf, part owner of Red Can Man, and Red Can Man, of course, will be lining up in the Group 2 Lawrence Stakes at Caulfield on Saturday. Congratulations, Brett. He selected Sluice Box by two lengths which was nearest the official 4.98 length Panels. margin. Sluice Box has never won like that in its life, and it has just gone bang, blew them away in the get-out stakes last Saturday. So congratulations, Brett, and, uh, yeah, hopefully you've, you've, uh, you're enjoying those succulent gourmet steaks from Market City Mix. Now, to enter this week's get-out stakes, hit us up at the 1-1 pod on Twitter. Let us know who you think will win race nine at Belmont on Saturday. A decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. Not forgetting the all-important Sam White rule. Terry? First in, best dressed. First in, best dressed. So race nine is the get-out stakes, but it's also known as the happiest, happy 60th birthday Mark Walker handicap. Happy birthday, Mark. Happy, yeah, happy birthday. 60 um, big ones. Mm, well done. Congratulations, Mark. Yeah, good job. Um, hopefully it is a ripping day out there at Belmont Park for Mark Walker on his 60th birthday celebrations. And um, what are we doing in the lucky? What are we doing in the get out here, Guru? Oh, got no interest. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, Why isn't Pike on Brave Dream, yeah. first of all? That's the query, is it? Have we decided it's a have, – have they decided it's a – CJP horse, it's a bit like state attorney. You might know, not want to ride it. Might have sacked himself. Yeah, I'd say something like that might yeah. have occurred. Um, he might, might be one of those horses he doesn't enjoy riding. Yeah, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, he may have made a because uh, yeah, he may have made a two week commitment to Aberdeen Queen or something of that nature. I'm not too sure. I think the market's got it pretty bang on though. You have to respect when Pikey isn't on a Bob one, so I think Aberdeen Queen does deserve favoritism, but. Deary, man. I mean, you talk about a slowly run race and forgiving Vital Flirt potentially earlier. Aberdeen Queen's run becomes huge yeah. if you're forgiving Vital Flirt because it was um, – uh, found the line quite nicely. But um, yeah, are, you doing how, this, are you doing it? You're doing it. Nah, you're doing this again, are nah, you? No. Nah, no, nah, nah, I, can't, I can't do it again. I promised Fitzy on a miles so I couldn't do it again. But <laughs> I, I've marked this race 385 Aberdeen Queen, 485 Brave Dream. It could have had him closer, to, to be honest. It was probably the, the pikey booking, which changed my mind. Um, I've read your leg up. 
your comment about Brave Dream, it doesn't get much worse for horses beaten. Horses like that, I love to be on next yeah. start, you know? Um, and Cause, it, cause it's it going to be over yeah, It just makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the thing that the thing you that take I take it away here for you. I've the got, I've the got thing that I like about Brave Dream was when we we remember we spoke to Adam Durant that episode, mm-hmm. and he said his best of the day was Brave Dream. Yeah, uh, and I was like, oh, that's different. I thought it would have been his least fancied of the four yep. or five runners that he had on the day. There was money for it. Yep, it was absolutely bolting in running, and uh, it was just a wild watch for the wizard. Um, and the Brave Dream followers would have just been absolutely cursing. Uh, so for me, Durant believes in this horse. It's obviously in a really good space, but it needs a lot of luck because it's a get-back run-on type and it hasn't really done it yet. It hasn't really done anything just yet. Mm. But I, th- I think that Adam has got a good handle on this horse now. I think it's got some talent. And if it turns up breathing fire like it was last out, if it gets uh, the – you know, still needs a luck as well. Needs luck. Yeah. Yep. For me, it's a it will come. Especially if you're getting that hot. If the chair yeah. is real hot. Yeah, so. that's that. But but the and also, but Johnson Porter might be at a sort of big cold weave, especially if he's yeah. got a lot of horse underneath him. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, I just couldn't do the Aberdeen Queen thing. No, I'm, not, I'm definitely not doing it. I couldn't do Mr. Delegator because I don't know if it's going to lead. Oh, it definitely leads, isn't it? You reckon? Oh. They just go along a bit quicker. If you're on a seven-day backup, it, it's it's a nice platform for the horse to probably um, tick along and and run. Yeah, try and get a bit of a head start I on, on a true heard, pad. Actually, sorry, I do have it leading. I got confused there. So Seminole Brave, I had outside leader. And yeah, um, Seminole Brave. Yeah. They ride more aggressively. I, yeah. I, I looked at Seminole Brave initially and thought he might be able to make a case, but no, it was right, I did have ten out of ten last start. Yeah, it was and one it just, one. Yeah. It was just just plotted to the line. So yeah, I did have Mister Delegated crossing and fighting the front. Um, yeah. Casa Rosada could be ridden aggressively from ten. I think it's maybe, yeah. not long for the Pierce Yard. It might be off to P Fernie or something potentially. Um, I don't know. I beat the Brogue, beat the third, Brogue. fourth favourite. Pontiff Pon- Pon- sometimes likes to roll forward on these horses. Yeah, from wide I don't draws. know if it can win doing the work around them like that, but it's going super. Red hot tip. We just heard from Mitch Mc. Clenny before in McClenny. regards. Uh, I can't do it. In regards our new, to- new uh, uh, Racing Master. Our new, yes. Uh, spoiler alert for anyone going back to it later. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, its trials are really, really good. There's no reason it can't run a race. Usually goes well fresh. Um, Luke's Choice was stiff. Should have won last week. I think you'll find mm. in a race won by Mega Don. Money came. Luke's Choice too. I think you'll find if it gets clear air, it, it hits the line better than Mega Don and wins that race. But I don't think – I think that's a pretty weak old fight. I just line. don't think there's many horses that can actually win this race. No, I think I think you're bang on. Mm. Yeah, I think you're bang on. Look, I, I'll wait for the pattern on the day and, and see what the market does. But um, So if it's not Brave Dream, it's – uh, I'm, say it. I'll probably look for say something. It. I'll probably look for something wild. I'm not. Yeah, gee whiz. Gee whiz. I, the one thing I'll say for Aberdeen Queen here is Pikey is the best jock at getting him out of the yeah. gates and landing close. Oh, yeah, I had a I, I reckon he can pop yeah. out and try and land a fifth or sixth here, but we've said that in the past. He's ended up five eight the fence. Yeah. And I, I think the big thing we need to realize is Aberdeen Queen's had a lot of bad luck. Things haven't panned out. Aberdeen Queen's not as good as we thought either. Yeah. That's another thing we probably just need to just need to realise. So, look, I think if if, if it says W Pike Brave Dream, uh, like I'm, I'm probably like two dollars ninety three bucks. So, if I listen to, I'm sure that Adam or Lindsay or Pikey or Clint will be interviewed during the week or on Tab Radio in the next few days. It's worth listening to, and it's worth 
if someone answers or asks the question, um, why is Pikey not riding, mm-hmm. getting that answer. And if it was a miscommunication, if there if there's a genuine reason and not Pikey saying, I think Aberdeen Queen is the better of the two, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's, that's probably a good push for Brave Dream. So, um, look, if they're making ground, I'm definitely not adverse to taking 450 like five bucks late, which yeah. I might not see. Brave, Brave Dream gets a luck. I reckon should just, just could steamroll them. Uh, the only other two that I think can win are Mr. Delegator out in front, rolling along, fitter on the quick backup. Hopefully, uh, Kate just gives him a little bit more rain and lets him. But I think that wide draw might, might mean that she sort of has to just yeah. to get across and get him into a rhythm. And of course, Aberdeen Queen, Pike in the last. Yep. I'm um, even though it's a bit longer than my price, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you on Brave Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to back horses that are going well and look like they're gonna win soon. Even sometimes it doesn't make complete sense. Um, like Skin and Tins a few weeks yeah. ago, you know. Yeah. So Brave Dreams in this race, it's the horse that looks like three to win. But inside that, I'm gonna be dictated by the pattern and bet fair and may not have a cent on. Yeah, three fifty me Brave Dream. I think that's the way to go in yep. the Get Out Stakes. Yep. We'll take a break. Listeners, and we'll come back with our best bets, our maddies, and uh, maybe a lay, okay? We are back with our Betfair Best betting propositions of the day. Terry Layton, Perth Racing Guru, what have we got? Oh, it's not exciting. As I said, if it doesn't pop out a... Another half a point. I probably won't even end up on, but I really do think Nobel Lawrence has got something on this, and I'm looking forward to uh, to Nobel Lawrence going around, even if it is a leader bias rail day. I think it'll still get the job done. Okay, Nobel Lawrence for Terry. I've in the minute since we finished previewing the Get Out Stakes race nine, I've become more confident with Brave Dream. Brave Dream, one of the worst beats of the year last start uh gets clear galloping room for uh clear that, Porter. that was vital flirt wasn't it ginger baker race was that the race yeah sentimental, yeah, queen, sentimental yeah. queen in third yeah yeah so uh brave dream for me is my bet fair best best available at the moment it's four dollars uh, yeah, you taking that? Gonna, sorry, you taking that? I think it'll get better. I, I did mark at three sixty though, mm. three fifty, three sixty. So. I found it very difficult to mark. Yep. Who's your maddie? Um, oh, look, I, I don't want to just throw something out at twenty to one for the mm-hmm. for the sake of it. I mean, I've got Amelia Bedelia eleven bucks. It's currently twenty, but I I don't feel good about that marking. Mm-hmm. I reckon on another day I could have marked at sixteen, seventeen. You know, yep. so I'm going to suggest that we're going to see a, a day where you want to be on speed. Mm-hmm. Um, race two, blazing away, all up. Race six, Kelly's Callisto is about twenty five, twenty six to one. Blazing so away. Blazing away uh, is yep. about $270, $280, and Kelly's Calisto is about 9 bucks. So if we put those two together, we get 25 bucks on pace day. Two horses to go forward. Leaderish. And leaderish. Leaderish. When I go wild, then let's put them into Cliffs of Comfort and into Olga Louisa. Poof. Into what else is that that's going to lead? <laughs> no, let's not do that. Mr. Delegator. Mr. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Uh, my Maddie is I. I included this horse in my leg up, Seminole Brave, in race nine. I think it's going to get – Terry was right. It did have every chance the other day. Uh, maybe the wet tracks aren't really his go. Um, drying track, probably going to land 1-1 for Sean O'Donnell. I think $23 best available was over the odds for mine, considering I think I marked him fourth favourite. I'll just double-check that. What did I have? Doesn't Sem- map a dream, doesn't Seminole it? Seminole Brave by $12, currently $23. So yep. Seminole Brave is my Maddie for the day. One to full. Uh, lay of the day. Uh, I, I think a lot of the, the fancies are well-deserved yeah. fancies in the market. So um, I think race five, we dominated those on speed. So I think Blazing Billy and um, First Law are well under the odds. And then 
Uh, um, Lonzo Lady, one of my favourites. I think $4.40 is well under the odds in race six. So they're the three, I think, um, three horses that will get well back that we can probably look to um, bet around. Okay, yeah, I'm with Blazing Billy as well. Didn't feel great about it, but I, when, I, yeah. when I saw Blazing Billy 350, I was like, oh, nah, that's, yeah. oh, that, that'll be my lay for the day. Yeah. Yeah, back, get back over a 1,000 metres with not much of a speed battle. Um, that is a recipe for disaster for for, uh, for backers, of back markers. Okay. So, yeah, that brings our Belmont Newmarket Day edition to a close. It's been a belter.